Welcome back to the Mental Moms Podcast. Um, I'm one of the hosts, Rhiannon, and I'm here with my co-host, Kat. Hey, y'all. And we're going to lead into like the weekly check-in, and then we have a special surprise for you guys, which is really, really fun. But um, we're going to do the weekly check-in. Uh, Kat, how are you doing? I'm doing good now. I've had like a weird week where I've been really snappy and feeling moody as hell. Um, but we're trying to get through it, you know, working. It was my first week back of like a full week. So I feel like that was getting to me because, you know, I've already said this a million times. I hate sitting at a desk for eight hours. And it was like two weeks in a row where I had like short weeks because of like Christmas and then New Year's. So like, I was a little bit spoiled. And now I'm like, okay, back to eight hours. And it was just annoying. But how are you? And how was your week? Um, I was in a weird limbo of like, fuck everyone and like, like motivated, you know, like I didn't want to talk to people and I didn't want to like, I don't know. I was just like, fuck everyone, really, um, except for like you and, and TJ. But like for the most part, everyone was like, you know, on the back end. And then I was like motivated where like, I really want to open an Etsy shop for like the printables I make is it's like passive income. I can just like post them and people buy them and I don't have to like do shit. So I want to do that. And I've just been like making those in my free time since I don't have like any clients right now, any like active clients right now. So I've been like using my time to do that. But yeah. So when you do make it, we make sure we get the name of it and we can shout it out on the podcast so you guys can go check it out. Yep, for sure. I'll let you know. All right. Well, we will get into the episode today. I need to move this closer. Okay. So today we have a special episode because we are joined here with two special dudes in our lives. And I feel weird saying dudes. I don't know why I said dudes. <laughs> We're joined here by our boyfriends. And we brought them on just to get their perspectives and opinions on dating women that struggle with their mental health. So thank you both for being here and talking with us. I did want to say ahead of time, we want honesty. We don't want sugar-coated answers. So don't worry about hurting anyone's feelings. Well, my feelings are not going to be hurt. I can't speak for Rhiannon. I want some honesty. And I feel like it's good. Yeah. Yeah. You better be honest with me. Don't mind. I always have. Okay. Just. I don't know how to sugarcoat shit. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's either I say it or I don't. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's very blunt. So, yeah, I did want to say that. Um, and I'm going to introduce my man, Christian, here. So a little background. We dated for about three years, like in high school. And when we got out of high school, we kind of got married really, really quick. It didn't last too long. We got that annulled. And we kind of spent three years apart. And in those three years, we both had children with other people somehow found our way back to each other and this July will make five years back together not including the three years that we had he has one son who is six about to be seven and obviously my son is five so we're a little bit of like a blended family 
Let us say hi, Christian. Hello. <laughs> hey. Okay, so I'm here with TJ. He's my boyfriend. It's just weird saying that because I spent six years being single. And um, I met him on the Facebook dating. And we've just, like, I don't know, I put it on there that I was, like, batshit crazy. And some for some reason, he fucking liked that. So here we are. Um, yeah, we've only been dating for, like, two months, two or three months now. Mm-hmm. But I love him. He's perfect for me. And, yeah. And how many kids do you have? I got two boys, a 14-year-old and an 8-year-old. Oh, have you met them yet? Yeah, I have. They're Aww. they're very, they're very sweet kids. I love them. They're very well behaved. In my opinion, they're well behaved. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> You're like, no, they're not. They're little assholes. I think that's typical for that age. My five year old's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine what he's going to be like. <laughs> okay, so. Um, before we get put you guys in the hot seat, I want to ask either of you if you deal with any of your own mental health issues in the past and or current. TJ, do you want to go first? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got ADHD, depression, anxiety, PTSD, and that's about as far as it goes. He's got okay. everything. So, so he's well experienced in the mental health field. <laughs> he's not like blindsided. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, for me, um, I don't think I um, have any, I don't deal with any mental health issues. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> He's a unicorn, apparently. I don't under, like, I can't, honestly, like, I really can't understand anyone that, like, doesn't, like, struggle with that. I feel like I had to pick someone that, like, struggles themselves so that they can understand me and be like, oh, okay, like, I've been there, you know? Yeah, so, that makes sense. That, yeah. That's a little bit of the struggle sometimes with us. But the thing that makes it work is that he's so, like, chill and, like, nonchalant about most things. So it's, like, sometimes I'm, like, I wish you could understand where I'm coming from. But also, like, he balances me out. When I'm being crazy, he's just looking at me like, what the fuck? Like, and then I'm, like, okay, maybe I need to calm down a little bit. Yeah so yeah I can see how that works too you need that like chill like Mm -hmm. I need that balance yeah yeah okay you guys so these questions can be a little bit deep if you don't feel like they apply to you it's totally fine just like I kind of feel like I don't have an answer for it it's totally fine if you don't um I kind of went in on the first question because I feel like we just get like the worst one out first so TJ, I guess I'll ask you first, what's the hardest thing that comes from your partner's struggle with her mental health? Like, like what is the worst symptom or what's like the biggest? Her communication and opening up. She just shuts down and doesn't say anything when something's going on until I bug the shit out of her about it. And then she finally does. And it takes forever for that to happen. Okay. Good. All right. And what about you, babe? Um, honestly, I think the hardest thing is what kind of we just talked about. Like, it's hard for me to relate 
you know, so a lot of times when I see her going through certain things and, you know, she talks to me, I listen, obviously, but it's just sometimes it's hard because, you know, I, I don't know what's going on in her brain. So, you know, it's kind of hard for me to like give feedback or, you know, just like give any opinion, you know. I feel you. I don't feel you, but I feel you. <laughs> how is that like, how does that impact you? Like you, whenever he doesn't like understand, like how does that transpire? So there are times where like, I'm like really struggling. Like I'm like going kind of cuckoo on him. And there are times where like, he's so chill. Like it kind of like, some. I'll still have my moment of like, whatever, like, being upset or whatever I have to say, whatever I'm doing. And I'll see him calm and like, it will kind of like make me like reflect, like, am I really, should I really be this upset? But then there are other times where it's like frustrating because I feel like sometimes I just need like someone to say the right things to me. And I feel like I can't get that from him. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, sometimes it's just you know what I mean like when I like some like I feel like since we've started communicating again me and you I feel like I can communicate to you about something and you like understand you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and like vice versa like you know what I mean so I feel like it is a struggle and I think we're going to talk about this later but I think that if he would learn more about my struggles he would understand better how to help me yeah. Does he know what your diagnosis are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, I'm like way too transparent about everything with him um, from the beginning to the end. Um, I just feel like he needs to learn a little bit more. You know what I mean? I feel like I have been learning, you know, between like research and articles that she sent me. And like, I feel like, I don't know if it's just me, but like on TV, I'm starting to see more like people on TV talking about mental health. I feel like I'm, I never used to see that type of stuff growing up. So, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm learning, but I mean, I'm sure I still have a lot to learn. So. For sure. Yeah. I had to like, I've been trying to send TJ like videos. I don't know if he watches them or not. Do you watch them? When I'm not working. Would you watch them? Yeah. Okay. The ADHD ones, I. Oh, yeah, I know that. I know, but like, did I say? Haven't I sent you someone like bipolar? Nope. Uh, I need some straight you everything ADHD, and I'm uh, like, I'm that is me. I already know. <laughs> but yeah, I need to send them some stuff on like bipolar, probably because I like I know that there's books out there for like partners with for partners of someone with bipolar, like someone I love has bipolar, and it's like a book for that. But um, he's not gonna. I know he's not gonna read it. So I had to send him like videos of stuff. That way, maybe it's like, like an audio book. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that'd be too droney. I I just send him like short, like few, like a minute or two, like five minutes long video, like explaining it. I probably need to send more of like the bipolar because I feel like that's like my biggest issue. That and ADHD are like my biggest issues. So. I did want to ask TJ, since we're asking questions, and I like that we're asking questions because we're able to like get deeper into the question that I actually originally asked. So when it comes to the communication, is it just like 
is it just when you have conflict or do you mean like communication in general is it oh communication in general if something's bothering her she won't say shit and it's like i could see it on your face i see it in your eyes what the fuck's wrong nothing nothing and then i had to drive 30 minutes away wait an hour or two and then i finally get something oh this was why didn't you say something before I could have switched it, fixed it, or done something different. You want to wait until I get home and getting ready to go to work tomorrow to tell me something so I get to stay up all night thinking about it. <laughs> That's my bad. I just, I don't like confrontation. And I, like, I don't want to, like, I don't know. I just don't like confrontation. I try to avoid it as much as possible. But I know that I still need to say what I need to say, you know? So like I try, I'm trying to make sure that I, I still tell him how I'm feeling, but it's gonna, it's hard for me to tell him in the moment because like I don't know, I don't know how to do it in person in that moment. But I feel like if I say it in that moment, it's gonna come off a lot more bitchier than I intended to be, you know. So I feel like like when in that time that he's like left and like settled down a little bit, then I have a, like a little bit to like sit and think like. How am I going to address the situation? Like, how am I going to say? That's my point of view. That's my, you know. I feel like, though, when if, just my opinion on, on you guys, I feel like if you keep it, I know you don't like confrontation, and I know why you don't like confrontation. I think if you keep in mind, he actually cares with, if he's driving that long just to, you know, like, make sure you're okay it sounds like he cares and I don't think that he's gonna be like what the fuck when you address something because like he's like trying to get it out of you so everything yeah. can be fine so just yeah keep that like, in mind. the times that I do address something with him and I'm like hey can you make sure that this happens or that this doesn't happen he'll look at me like he'll, <laughs> he'll look at me like bitch like what did you think was gonna happen like like things that like Like, with my ex, like, I had to tell him, like, okay, you need to be nice to my mom, or you need to be nice to my dad, you know, like, like stuff like that, and it's just in a habit of mine to just say that to people, like, to make sure that they're nice to my parents, and he'll look at me, like, what what did you think I was going to be rude to them? Yeah, and it's just, like, a habit. Him learning you, he'll know that it's from, like, your previous trauma and things, like, you've dealt with yeah it's like you're you're being very precautious and like oh it's all learning yeah but the thing is the what I can tell the most is he cares and he doesn't want you to be upset and I know I'm probably I probably do the same thing I'm over here giving advice I probably do the same exact thing (laughs) well I think for her I don't think it's the same situation if something's wrong she won't tell me what it is and I don't think it's because she doesn't like confrontation. I just think she assumes, yeah, she's definitely, she doesn't mind that. But she assumes that, like, I, I can read her mind. You know, I don't know if it's because we've been together for so long or, you know, but she, like, you know, she just thinks that I can read her mind and that's not the case, you know. So, I mean, that's a struggle as well. And then I have to constantly ask her what's wrong and, you know, just could take a day two days three days before i find out what was really wrong days oh my gosh but <laughs> you know he's exaggerating don't it never start. goes past don't one start. day don't start we can argue i don't care we can do it right in front of everybody <laughs> oh my god that's funny uh 
Okay, what's something you used to believe about mental health, but you no longer do after being in a relationship, in this relationship? I'll go first. Um, honestly, I feel like I used to not really like believe in, you know, um, what's the word? Not mental health, but I mean like certain things that mental you know, illness. Yeah, like mental illness. Um, I feel like it's something that I've never really knew about until I met, you know, Kathleen. So um, I just never really believed that it was like, like real. I know that probably sounds messed up, but um, obviously now I do believe in it, you know, learning more and everything like that. So I think that's, that, that's what it is for me. Yeah. I think like that's kind of the reason why like I needed to date someone that understood or that, that struggled themselves because like I said for the past six years I've been single but I've been dating and like any a lot of the guys that like didn't understand mental health they were like really biased like I would tell them like oh like yeah I'm bipolar but I take medication they'd be like oh so you pop pills and I'm like that's not that's not how that goes you know like you need you know like this is like this isn't just like pain pills or something you know this is like a mental illness I had to they had to take medication for so a lot of people really didn't understand like my point of view and the fact that like it really is a struggle and it's not just like made up in our heads you know mm-hmm. and you're not trying to prove it's real like it's not trying to prove <clears throat> yourself like I'm really struggling yeah exactly which, yeah all right babe what about you I've been dealing with this shit since I was 12 so yeah. 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 You're just like I'm, I'm fucked in the head, so it doesn't forever. So yeah. yeah. Just doesn't apply to me. Kayla, she's bipolar too. Yeah. So I've been dealing with it forever. Yeah. So I'm not you just have a type. Crazy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. They're blasting us over here. All our secrets. We're all we're all crazy. Okay, so if you could change one thing about your partner's mental health struggles, what would it be? You go first. Oh, burn yourself down and shit, beating yourself up over the littlest things. Yeah, I do that. Over everything you do. Yeah, he's like, he usually gets on to me about stuff like that. Like, I'll be like really down on myself. And then like, he'll be like, but like, if I'll be like, oh, I didn't do enough today. He'll be like, but you did do a lot today, you know? And then he'll like list off the things I did. And like, oh, okay. Like, I did do a lot today. I just didn't do the stuff that was all, like actually on my to-do list. I, you know, yeah, I did stuff. So she'll clean the whole house. And then won't won't apply for won't uh do a thing on upward or something, and then beat herself over that. But it's like you did just clean the whole entire house, and do all this and do homework with the kids. But yeah, you're still gonna beat yourself up. Get the fuck out of here. He's your cheerleader, which is I think that's what you need the most. Is like he's like, you need to love, you know, you you for you and stop like downplaying the things that you do and the things that you accomplish you know I think that's that's really helpful (sighs) what's one thing you would change 
I think for me, um, I honestly would just hope that it could all go away for her because, you know, it, it does, it does pain me, you know, when I, I feel like, you know, things are going good in the house and maybe we had a good day or whatever. And then like, I find out that she didn't have a good day or, you know, or, or thing. it might've been a good day for me, but for her, it wasn't because things that she's dealing with, you know, and it, it sucks, you know? So, I mean, I feel like obviously besides work and stuff like that, I feel like we have a pretty good life and, um, you know, I just feel like. Yeah, and we have a, we yeah. have a good life, but sometimes your mental health can make you feel like it's not good. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I look at my, if you look at my life from the outside, it's like, uh, what, what more can I ask for? You know what I mean? But like, sometimes when I'm in my head, it's like, I'm so depressed. Like, what am I doing with my life? Oh my God, I hate my life. You know, like so fucking depressed. Like you're so like lazy. You're so unaccomplished. You haven't, you know, done this or you haven't done that or you haven't, you know, whatever it is in my, that I, that day that I'm obsessing over, whether it's my weight or if it's my job, like it consumes me. So yeah, sometimes I feel bad, like complaining after the fact, like, like our fucking life is good, you know? Sometimes it's just a lot. It's like, it clouds you, you know, you can't see anything else. You just see that and you just focus on that one thing. So I think I would like to change that too. Yeah, I, I felt that too. I felt that all the way. Hey, is it difficult for you to, ooh, this is a good one. Is it difficult for you to, is it difficult or easy for you to express yourself to your partner? Do you walk on eggshells or communicate comfortably when it comes to disagreements? Christian, you first. I know what he's gonna say. <laughs> um, I think it depends on you know on the disagreement. I mean, I guess in my head, if it's like something, you know, like that's not that big of a deal. Um, I might you know not really put too much input or make it a big deal you know, because I don't think it's worth it. But I mean, I guess it just depends because I mean, I don't have a problem communicating to her. And I feel like I've, I've gotten better over the years about that. I feel like, I don't know if you agree, but in the beginning, I would stay quiet about a lot of stuff. And I think I'm still like that today, but I think I'm getting better. I think, you know, we've been through so much. Um, you know, it, we've been together for a long time now. So it's, it's easier. It kind of comes natural to, you know, communicate and if, you know, and be honest with her. Um, but yeah, I think it just depends on what it is. But do you, do you feel like you tiptoe or like, like you're walking on eggshells when it's like you, something you want to express to me? Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it just depends on how you're feeling that day. Okay. So yes, it, if I'm in a mood, then yes, he's walking on eggshells. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, I, I do want to like piggyback off that. I feel like, especially in our first, I would say in the, obviously in the three years we were in high school, it, I wouldn't say we uh, effectively communicated at all. And he never expressed anything. If he had a problem, I never knew it. And be, I probably would say it was my fault because I was so explosive. 
at that point, I had no awareness of myself, my my struggles. I was just like, blah, 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 all the time. We got back together. Yeah. I feel like it was a little bit of that in the beginning, but then he started to, he's still not really confrontational, but I feel like he kind of stood up for himself and he's, if it's really, really something, he will, you know, communicate it, I feel. And I feel like I needed that because I was like, sometimes I, because I have such a big personality, I can like overshadow things and like, it's my way or no way. And he start, and I needed him to be like, first of all, it's our way, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. What about you, TJ? No, I'm brutally honest the whole time. There's no point of walking on eggshells or sugarcoating shit. It is what it is. You live for another day. You'll get pissed off for a little bit. Then you'll cool down and realize, oh, shit, maybe he's right. Or, oh, shit, maybe he's completely fucking wrong. (laughs) And you never know. Yeah, he's been pretty honest with me this far. Like, I don't think I've had any problems with him, like, not telling me how he feels but we really haven't had it's early so we're still like in the honeymoon stage I feel like but we haven't had any like issues so far with him on his side of communication this side is really like clear and upfront I feel like I don't know just knowing you I feel like it's it would be hard to get into an argument with you. You're like so like chill. I feel like your person, like I'm, it's so funny because I feel like everyone that like stays in my life long-term is like the opposite of me. He's very chill. You're very chill. One of my best friends, Dudu, she's the chillest person ever. And I feel like anyone who I've like been like friends with or close with, and they were like really, really like big and expressive and like they're no longer in my life. Yeah. I guess opposites attract. I don't know. I can't be friends with other chill people. Like my ex-best friend, she was like really, really chill also. But she was chill to the point where like she didn't want to talk about like life experiences. Like I couldn't vent to her about anything. Cause then I was like trauma dumping. I'm like, I'm not trauma dumping. I'm I'm talking to you about a guy that I dated and it went wrong. You know, like it's just like things that you talk to friends about. You know, like, and she didn't want to talk about it, so I cut her off. But she was, like, too chill. So, like, I can see, like, I guess opposites do attract. I need, like, a more, like, rambunctious type of, like, Mm -hmm. friend. Like, outgoing and stuff like that. So, yeah. 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 So, I feel like now that I'm reading this next one, I feel like it's a little repetitive. Let me read it and you tell me. What is one thing that you see in your partner that their mental illness blocks them from seeing in themselves? I mean, I guess um, if you you think it's repetitive to I feel like, um, if you could change one thing. Yeah. It's kind of well, repetitive. You think right? about you're trying to change something. And then the other one is, what do you see? Okay. I mean, we can try. Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I'll read it over. Okay. So what is one thing that you see in your partner that their mental illness blocks them from seeing in themselves? TJ? You know how great she is and how much smarter she is and shit? She went, oh, I can't do it. I can't. This, it's not going to work. It's too hard. If you break it down, do it like this, it's way fucking easier. And then as soon as she does it, who was right? 
You're welcome. Have a nice day. <laughs> Just like that happens. I love that. Yeah. Simplifying shit. I, I get overwhelmed by the tiniest things. And he'll like be like, just like, do this. It's like, do it, like, listen to me. And I'm like, okay, okay, I'll try. And then it works. And then, but like, he does, he calms me down because like, I do like make small things into really big deals where it's like, I overwhelm myself. And then by the time I do, I'm like, oh, that was like so easy. Like, what the? F-? <laughs> it's stupid. He, yeah. he balances you. I feel like yeah. he's like, chill the fuck out it's not that hard let me just show you how to do it real quick yeah yeah he'll like hold my hand and walk me through it and then like he'll like stay on the phone with me like we talk on the phone like almost every night like video chat and like I'll be working and I just like like have I like having him there when I work just because like have you ever heard of body doubling it's like it's like an ADHD thing where like people like be like let's say like on a zoom call together and you just like work in silence but like having someone there kind of like keeps the person motivated and like engaged in what they're supposed to be doing it's like an accountability thing so I like to do that he keeps me accountable because he'll make sure that I do my stuff and pushes me to finish my stuff so that's good he can like if he sees like you're like kind of getting distracted or off track Mm -hmm. he's like oh you know yeah. Yeah, hey, you gotta finish that. That's good. It's accountability. Mm-hmm. And what about you, sir? I don't know if if um I don't know if your mental illness blocks anything from from seeing anything in myself. Yeah. Hmm. I think it does, but well, tell me what you think. Well, of- I don't know. I can't say that for myself because, like, I don't know. Like, I think a lot of negative things about myself. I don't know in my eyes are true I don't know if they sometimes you don't really know reality you know what I mean like you can feel a certain way about yourself for example I remember very vividly I talked to Rhiannon about this I was literally like 100 pounds in high school like probably like 98 actually Mm, and I remember being so obsessive over my weight and I would like get off of school and I would just run like hella exercise as like a 16 17 year old girl and I used to think I was so fat and now that I'm actually fat and I look back at those photos I was like oh my god but see see what I'm saying though it's like even now people look at me and they're like you're not fat I mean I know I'm not like fucking huge but when I look in the mirror all that I can see is this double chin this flabby arm this stomach that's no longer flat like but I remember feeling like this at 90 something pounds and it's like Mm -hmm. terrible so that's what I mean like I feel like that is what I mean by what does what does it block you from seeing you know what I mean yeah I feel like no matter what weight you are you're gonna think that I know. So maybe uh, we should just say, like, I wish you would stop thinking you were just like 300 fucking pounds yeah, when you look I in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> how does your relationship compare to how you imagined relationships to be growing up? I feel like I don't really have anything compared to because, like, my, well, I grew up, you know, just with my mom. My dad wasn't around. So she was, my mom was single for mostly my whole childhood. Then she did get with somebody. A couple of years and 
um, it was kind of like, well, obviously my mom's like in her fifties. So it was kind of like that old school, um, relationship, you know, like the guy, you know, like guy worked, came home. My mom did like all the cleaning, cooking. Um, so that's how I, that's how I saw relationships. And I feel, I feel like that's not how they are now. I mean, maybe to some people, but I mean, for us, I don't know how you feel. She probably, she probably thinks it's the same because she says that she always cooks and cleans and I don't do anything, but you know, I think it's more equal. Um, so yeah, I don't know. You probably don't agree, right? <laughs> I mean, I would like it to be more equal, but I'll give you, it's cause I work from home. So I have more, I guess, access to cook and he works outside of the house, but he does his fair share. Like I ain't no housewife. And every time he makes me mad and I feel like I'm doing more than him, I look at him like, I ain't no housewife, okay? We both pay these bills up in this house, 50-50. You better go wash those dishes. <laughs> Throw this laundry in there for me. I don't know. I'm like, so the opposite of I, I feel that. like we have a lot of things that, like we, there's things you don't like to do. Mm -hmm that I do there's things I don't like to do that you do true so. true he does the things I don't like to do I do the things he don't like to do I guess mm. we're a work in progress okay we, we gotta we'll, we'll balance it out eventually <laughs> what about what about for you guys TJ how do you feel I grew up seeing both people work so that's what I'm used to work 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 and I work every day, 11 hours, 12 hours, 13 hours a day. So, yeah. Okay, but how do you view, how does your relationship compare to how you imagine relationships to be growing up? Like, you viewed relationships a certain way growing up, and what do you, how do you think of them now? The same fucking way. You got to bust your ass and work hard for it. Hmm. And that's what I expect. If I can't get that, then what's the point? We're just wasting each other's time. Straight to the point. Yeah. He's like, it's equal. We both got to bust our ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're the same way. We both work. We both pay the bills. Both make it happen. Do you think that we both bust our ass? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You do it on the computer inside, and I'm in the weather. Yeah, I mean, like, in a relationship. Yes. All the way. Yeah. What do you do for work? I work in cars. Oh, okay. I want him to learn so bad so we can freaking stop paying someone to fix our cars. Yeah, it's easy. Well, it's weird. I, my ex, my kid's dad was like so into cars and I swore like I would never date another guy that was into cars because it was like a trigger. I was like, oh God, another, you know, like, you know, and then of course I end up with a guy that's obsessed with cars. So, but he's very different, and, he is, and the car thing is not what you know attracted yeah. you to him. That just happens to be something that yeah he does but for a living and he's good at. I really did. I cut off so many people. Like the moment that they mentioned that they were into cars, I was like, "Eh, pass." Okay. <laughs> I passed on so much people because of that. And now that your neighbor starts his race truck up, you think about me. How does that shit work out? Yeah. 
So do you ever feel like your needs or feelings are pushed to the side because of the issues your partners have? If so, how can your partner make you feel more comfortable expressing your needs or feelings? Let's go with Christian first. Um, I'm, yeah, I mean, I feel sometimes I could probably be pushed aside. Um, I don't really know what you can do to um, I'm sure if you think hard but... enough, you can come up with something. It's just, he's very non-confrontational. He is. He, I feel like there's something in there he wants to say, but because he's no, like be, that, no, he's saying it. No, I'm being honest. When we get into arguments, he's like, you don't let me speak. You don't let me speak. So what do you mean? <laughs> oh, that's true. I guess, it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to think about things on the spot. Yeah. Th- that is true. That's fair. Probably me being more quiet, right? When you're trying to express yourself. You think that would help? Mm, well, the thing is, she likes to cut me off a lot. Mm. So, like, but if I cut her off, it's a problem. But she cuts me off, and it's okay. <laughs> you know, so I guess, I guess that's a thing. Yeah. See, just had to push it out of him a little bit. Yeah. See, I t- told you it was there. <laughs> yeah, I can see. I I can relate to doing that. I feel like I do that sometimes. Like sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i tell you to shut up and to relax and breathe yeah so apparently i do think i think i don't know whether it's, maybe it's a latina in us or the crazy in us maybe maybe it's a mental, <laughs> a mental too. oh god hey what about you we're saying crazy a lot and it's funny because mm-hmm. In one of the things that I put in here, if you look down, it says, Don't, don't call your partner. <laughs> don't use yeah. labels such as crazy and unstable. But we are people that call ourselves crazy, so it's okay for them to do it. If you're yeah. not comfortable being called crazy and it's a trigger for you, don't accept that from your partner. Just wanted to put that oh, there. 1000%. Yeah. So what about you, babe? Do you feel like you need to have feelings or push to the side or like you can't? Like express yourself to me. No. Do you ever feel like your feelings are pushed aside? Like I don't care. Yes. Really? <laughs> I'm outside working on a car all day. I take five minutes to message you, see how your day is, <laughs> how's it going, and then it takes thirty minutes to an hour when I know you're at home not doing a damn thing. It doesn't take an hour. I'm just saying, just just look at the time period. No, you're not doing anything. Saying. Oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm watching TV. I don't Okay, I'm telling you I'm having a bad day. You you never tell me you're having a bad day? When I say Karen and Kevin and all this bullshit's happening? Yeah, yeah, that. But I do reply whenever you stuff like that happens. And I'm not always just watching TV ignoring you. Usually, you know what happens? Is that you send me a TikTok, and then I open TikTok, and then it's just down there from there. It's your fault. <laughs> no rebuttals. This is how he feels. <laughs> I'm sorry. I work on replying faster. Because I do. I've been taking longer to reply. I'm not going to. Especially today. Today was really bad. Yeah, because it only takes me 15 minutes to put four tires on a car. <clears throat> sorry. And I do about three of them. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
but I'll work on the flying faster. It's good. At least you're talking. Yeah, it's so oh, sorry. She, she's like... looking at looking him in his eyes and saying she's sorry. That is so hard for me to do. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> she's like, I'm sorry. I work on it. I don't think I've ever done I that. Think That's I, terrible. Maybe, I think I like one time. She said sorry to me. Probably know what twelve years we know each other. He's lying. I've said sorry more than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to say though. I I think I used to be like that too. Like um, when you would take a long time to reply, like a long time ago, I would I would like, you know, I would um like how he feels. You know, like she takes forever to respond to me. But um, I still do that. I was she just... still does that now. But I feel like now I don't. I, I don't really care. <laughs> like it could be three hours go by. I mean, I'm at work, you know, so I feel like. But it's usually like when we're working. Like yeah. if we're not working, like it's well, not together, like that. So not working, well, so. yeah, it's true. I feel like I told Christian this before we started. I was like, it's going to be interesting because like it's two like different relationships and different stages. So like the things you guys are dealing with right now are completely different than us. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like. That is something that truly it's a part of the beginning of like developing a relationship. It's, it is. Yeah. I just, I just think that's interesting. Yeah, now, like, I'm sure he, and sometimes he does get upset with me, like, and I don't mean to do it. Like he goes to work so early before I even wake up. So I wake up, I'm like going about my day. He'll text me good morning. And sometimes I'll think I texted him back. And then I'm like around 10, he's like, hello. I'm like, oh, he like texted me good morning at like 7.30. And I'm like just working and like dropping the kid off and like doing this and doing that. Yeah, there's definitely certain times of the day where like I'm more like, it's more likely that I'll forget to respond or to Mm. something. Like if it's like early in the morning, I'm taking the kids to school. Then, like, I feel like he can expect me to not reply fast. It's usually around 6.30 to 7.45, 8 o'clock, and then 3 all the way to 5. Yeah, see, he knows my schedule. So, like, he knows, like, around the times that I'm just, like, not going to reply quick. But, but, uh, because I do, I forget. Like, I'll open the messages, and then I'll be fully intending on replying. And then, like, something will happen. Like, you know, Addie will, like, need to brush her teeth and she wants my help immediately and I'm like okay well let me go do this and then I forget to reply and then you know next thing I know it's been like 30 minutes and you know so yeah like stuff I I forget I get distracted so easily like I really will like I'll open the messages and then like so I say it's red but I'm not purposely ignoring him it's just like I got distracted by something and you know yeah or like I'm really or I'm hyper focused on something yeah it's easy to like just get so wrapped up in your day and I do the same thing I'll look at the message think I responded or intend on responding and then something else happens and I'm like over here but I think it's funny because if you think about it like all the generations before us like they didn't have like cell phones they didn't have like this ability to like communicate with their partner when they left yeah and now it's like and it's it's like fully normal for us to like be like what the fuck why aren't you responding to me after a certain amount of time but like back in the day people would go like 12 hours without talking to their partner or knowing where the fuck they are because they're like working or whatever 
and then get home and like everything's fine i just think that's like really interesting to yeah. think about yeah like just our generation will never know what that is well we we got the small part of that we did be well i know he's like i don't know how how old you are but we had like a small window i think up until like six maybe even earlier than that fifth grade where we didn't have cell phones and like we had to like run to the tv or run to the cord with the phone and like that kind of thing but like our kids will never know what it's like like not to be able to instantly contact someone or like watch a fucking tv commercial or run to the bathroom during commercial or like having to like going to like blockbuster like that's the best thing ever like oh, i miss that too i miss that I miss that. I mean, you know what I was thinking right before we start talking about that, about the like nostalgia. It was like I whenever so I have BPD too. I have BPD, and like part of that is I get like I have abandonment issues. So like I like whenever like before TJ because he makes me feel very secure. So like before that, and I was dating other people, like these people wouldn't make me feel secure. So I'd be like looking at my phone for hours like when are they gonna reply when are they gonna reply you know like and that's the only thing I could focus on and I got to the point where like I would go on these like dating advice websites and I'd be like how often is it normal like how what's a normal amount to like text someone and there would be like it's like a few hours like with you know one message every few hours or three or four times a day or Maybe not even every day. Like, don't expect a message for like a day or two, and then and then you can freak out, you know. And it's like, I'm over here freaking out about everything. So stressed out, you were googling. Uh, Yeah, and then like over here, I'm over here stressing about like thirty minutes, and and now not for teaching doing it to him, and I don't mean to. It's just he makes me feel really secure, so like I feel more comfortable. Like, well, he should take that. He should take that as like a compliment because she she feels so secure yeah because i know what that feels like too i i had those stages early early on where it's like obsessing over what time i'm getting a response or how they're Mm -hmm. responding to me or their body language or like just every little tiny detail matters so much so i know what you mean it's it can be very like stressful and and it can literally like affect your whole day like if you're someone is not responding to you or they or you're in an argument with them for for whatever reason whatever it is it will consume you to the point where everything starts to aggravate you you don't want to talk to anybody you want to deal with anybody because it's all that you can think about so yeah I'm glad you're in a like you're not like unhealthy attachment you know what I mean like it's a healthy relationship you guys, he he communicates to you. You communicate to him. Well, you could do a little bit more. He says, "I'm working on um, it." That's so good. I'm so glad to hear that because I know what that anxiety feels like. Mm-hmm. It's I think that's the worst feeling ever. Yeah, but there's times because I know that he replies quickly. Sometimes if it takes like 30 minutes, I'm like, "Babe, babe, babe." Sometimes every time I don't reply right away, you, babe. Hey, under a car. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Well, yeah, it's just because I'm used to him applying fast. So, like, if he doesn't apply fast, I'm like, what the hell? But it's not often. It's not like, 
Yeah, I mean it in a more like cute way than in a, in a, in a like obsessive way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you could you could care less how many times I text you. No. <laughs> if you could if I don't see a good morning text, I'm like, this motherfucker, I'll well, that, say yeah. it. I'd be like, what the fuck? Where's my text messages? <laughs> I may not respond to it, but I'm like, I'm looking for it. Yeah, I'm like that is there. Last week, uh, he wasn't working during the week. A few days, he missed a few days of work, so he was like sleeping in, and I'd wake up like I, I was the one waking up early, I guess, around like nine. I would wake up at like nine o'clock, and you'd wake up at like ten or something, and I would wake up so like annoyed just because I didn't get a good morning text, just because I'm used to him waking up at like five o'clock in the morning and me waking up at like six thirty. So like I'm used to him being the one the first say good morning but whenever he wasn't I was getting like how dare you yeah okay so what are some triggers that you guys have learned that your partner has and how did you learn to avoid and or find solutions to those triggers TJ do you want to go first Oh, when her kids start crying or yelling or something, she starts freaking out and shutting down and getting anxious. And it's like, hey, take a step back, breathe, and relax for a second. Then jump back in it. As soon as she does that, boom, different story. Everything's perfectly fine. And she deals with it better. Other than that, she just shuts down. Yeah. Yeah. I learned that the second day. (laughs) And he's... He's still here. Yeah. Just pay attention to the little bitty details. He pays attention to like the tiniest details, the tiniest details. I'm like, oh, damn, how do you remember that? What about you? Um, I feel like for me, I think we just had a conversation too, like recently. Um, when I like depend on her for like too much, that's the trigger for her, I know. Um, and also, like, when I'm saying something to her, a lot of times, I I think I'm saying something. I think I'm communicating to her in, like, a nice, you know, a nice way with no attitude and things like that. But I guess it comes out a different way. And she takes it as, like, I have an attitude or... Um, you know, I'm being rude or something like that. So I think that's another trigger for her. And um, honestly, I don't know if I found a solution. I'm working on it. I don't know. Because sometimes I just, I feel like what I said, like I didn't say anything wrong or I didn't say it any type of way, but she takes it a different way. So that's kind of a battle that, you know, that I think I'm trying to learn. But Um, apparently like, Cause he's done it to me a few times where like, he'll like look at me and be like, okay. And I'm like, what? And it's like, I gave him an attitude that I didn't realize I gave him like any attitude. It's just like the way that I talk. And, but he would like pick up attitude from me. And I'm like, I'm not trying to give you attitude. I'm not trying to like be a bitch. I'm just like, I was just saying this. I'm sorry if it came off in a bitchy tone or whatever, but. Um, it's more snappy than bitchy. And snappy them, but yeah, apparently I, sn- I get really snappy, but like I don't notice it. I was just gonna say, for me, it's like 
it's not what you say, it's how you say it to me. And like I said, just not, not, not too long ago, I'm like, I'm, I pay attention to detail, like every little thing. I hate it. I don't like being that way, but it's like, I'm so like right here with the body movements, the eye contact, like just, just every little detail. And I can sense like, there was a little, there was a little undertone to that. And I'm like, Mm. you know what I mean? So, I mean, he's very respectful all the time, even when he's mad at me, like he could say things to me that I'm sure he would like to say, but he doesn't. (laughs) But for me, I'm just triggered by like conflict because I I grew up with nothing but conflict. So when someone's coming at me, my instant is like, like defend, like, uh, we're about to fight. Like I gotta put, like, I gotta put these like hands up, not literally, but like, I mean like emotionally, like I gotta get ready. Like, it's like fight or flight all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. Any like small, now it's like any small like thing that comes up. I feel like I gotta, because I, I feel like that shit never turned off since I was a child, like always having to defend myself or always having to fight with somebody, always having to argue with somebody is still there. So even the smallest like attitude, it's like a trigger. It's not healthy. And it's something I personally have to work on, but having a partner, like try to work on it with you is helpful. Like I can't, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, it's not gonna be solved overnight. You know, it's definitely gotten better though. I feel like it's not as bad as it used to be. Would you say? Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. You, it's it's a lot different now, but I think even now she still gets defensive about a lot of things, and um, sometimes I'm like, I don't understand why she's getting so defensive. But you know, it was definitely a lot worse back in the day. You know, yeah, so. I, I knew her from like at age like thirteen, fourteen, and there was definitely some things that like I couldn't say about certain topics, and she would get very defensive very quickly, and like. Me and her, I think we only got into like two or three fights where we were like yelling at each other, but we were like at this time like spending like every day together. So like it's a lot of time to spend with someone. I was like oh, yeah. living with her. Yeah, and like we like had such wildly different lives. And it's kind of like y'all too. Like I didn't understand her perspective of things. And she mm-hmm. she was looking at me like I'm a spoiled little kid, which I was, but like I couldn't understand her point of view of like how her life and how she viewed things. So like I would say things not understanding her point of view and then she would get very defensive. And like, I realize why now, but like back then I just remember her being like, I was really like, holy shit. Like what the fuck? At that age, we couldn't express like I'm traumatized or I'm like, like my family's toxic. Like you don't internalize that kind of stuff. You're kind of just going through it. Yeah. And you're just like, this is what my life is. This is normal. So, like, yeah. at that age, you're just like, um, but I'm sure you looked at, like, my, like, home life and you're like, what the fuck? Like, holy shit, that's fucking ghetto. <laughs> like, that's so fucked up. I can imagine that's probably what would go through your head because it was, I knew her when I was just, it just so much, so, so much craziness. Like, I was, like, I probably lived in so many different apartments at the time. The house we lived in burned down. Like, just so much. So fucking much. 
And the thing about when you said, I'm surprised you like retain that. But one of our biggest like arguments, I feel like, is like, because it's a trigger for me, like, what did you say? You said like putting like, like depending on me too much. It's a trigger for me now because I feel like my whole life I've been dependent on and I've always been like that person, like for my mom, for my family, like just a responsible one. I feel like I always have so much on me. So I don't know what it is. Like when I was younger, it didn't overwhelm me. I was just used to it. But now I'm an adult and it's hard. Like it's, I don't know why. Like it's like, I feel like as I get older, I'm like becoming like weaker for some reason. Like I feel like I was more mentally stronger when I was younger, maybe because I wasn't aware of things. I mean, because you were, you had to be stronger and now you're like in the safer space. So you can be like, more if that makes sense like more relaxed not weaker yeah I feel like more relaxed I don't need to be this strong stop fucking putting this pressure on me I don't want to like be that person anymore like I just want to like live like in peace and like be able to put some of that pressure onto somebody else and kind of like lean on that person like when it's too much on my side it's like taking me back so I'm surprised that you recognize it because that's like a big problem and I don't know how to express that sometimes like I'll literally and I do this all the time I just did this but yesterday I did this yesterday like I'll just start getting mad like the kids will go to bed and I'll like look around and I'm like oh my fucking god like I have to do this and I have to do this it's not equal it's not fair and like he's not doing anything that warrants that I'm just I'm just like it's like little things little things little things little things like adding up and I start to feel triggered, like, oh, my God, everything is on me. And I'm so fucking stressed out. So, yeah. Okay, so real quick, our last question. Give your best advice for someone who is in a relationship with someone who struggles with their mental health and wants to know how they can be a supportive partner or a better supportive partner. Patience. You got to have patience. If you don't have patience, then you might as well just stop and give up now. Very true. Yeah, that's true. You got to have a lot of fucking patience. (laughs) 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 That's the funny thing, though. I don't have patience for nothing except you. I count something. Other than that, it's like, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Let's get this shit over with. What about you? Any advice um, for someone who is in this predicament? Definitely what he said about the patience. Um, I think I'm a pretty patient person. I feel like as I've gotten older, I've I've gotten a lot less patient. I don't know if it's life or the kids that's gotten the best of me, but um, I think when it comes to us, I'm I'm still pretty, um, you know, pretty patient. Um, but yeah, as far as advice, um, just um, hold on to your seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> <just>, um, <laughs> no, I think it just depends, you know, like on, you know, whether you want to, you know, how much you love the person. If you really love the person, I feel like you, you know, you would you stay in it and work for it, and you know. Um, yeah, that's it, really. 
you know? Yeah. Good advice. Don't give up, you know, so easy. At least mm -hmm. try, try your, try your best to um, just be supportive. And I think for me, I, I think I've gotten better because I've more recently, maybe, maybe last year or two, I've, I've tried to put myself in like her shoes. Um, obviously I know I, I can't relate obviously hundred percent, but I tried to like put myself in certain stories she's told me, like I've tried to put myself like in, in that predicament in my, like I closed my eyes and tried, you know, and so, you know, I know she's dealt with a lot in her life. So, you know, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah. Even if you can't relate, even if you can't relate, I guess, like, try to, like, understand where they're coming from. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so even though you may not have gone through that, just, like, try to imagine what it would feel like. And, like, it'll it'll give you, like, a different perspective and maybe some, like, compassion or, like, mm -hmm. what's the word? I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for when you, like, empathy. Empathy. Mm -hmm. empathy. Yeah. 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 So I do agree with that. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to say about being in a relationship with cuckoo ladies? <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> you never know what the day is going to bring you. Could be happy, could be sad, could be don't come home because you're going to get hit with a frying pan. You may never know. Wow. Mm -hmm. I don't I'm know if Brianna would hit you with a frying pan. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a violent person, but I, I might talk some shit. Oh, I'll talk some shit back. <laughs> That's all I know how to do. That's true, though. Sometimes I do, I'm on the way home, and, and I, I wonder, you know, if she's going to be, like, happy or if she's going to be, you know, upset or mad, you know, so, you know, I never know. Might need to sneak a phone call in. Hey, babe, how's it going? I mean, he does actually call me. Well, yeah, I always so call her when I... Did. But you know what, though? That doesn't... Because sometimes he'll call me and he'll take an hour to get home. And between that hour, that mood has completely flipped around because true, work yeah. is stressing me out. My kid is over here doing whatever he's doing, crying about something. There, there's those days, too. That is one thing I'm glad my boys are not... They don't cry. Son broke his arm. He just, ah, ah, ah. That was it. Oh, my God. Wow. The other son broke his collarbone before he was one. He didn't cry. Oh, wow. my God. That's crazy. No, our kids would be crying. They're spoiled as hell and sheltered. And um, my boys are country boys. She, she did say you're a country boy. You're a country man. <laughs> I'd rather be out in the middle of fucking nowhere on my own than in a city with a bunch of people. Because at least I can walk around naked if I want to. I can do whatever I want and don't have to worry about shit. When you're in the city, you got to worry about everybody offending people and all this. Nah, fuck that. I'm out in the country where I don't have to worry about shit. Yeah, you don't have to deal with like traffic and like so much of that i hate that i, really I don't hate it that. takes me 45 minutes to get to work but i don't hit traffic until i get closer to my job but from my from my house like from my house to her house no traffic whatsoever mm -hmm. but from her house to my job it's standstill traffic because i gotta go through the city 
Yeah. And that's like one dream I have. Like one day, not so much like I want a farm, but I want like a house on some land where I can have fruit trees and like vegetables growing and maybe some chickens for some fresh eggs and just like openness and like privacy. You know what I mean? Like maybe a pool and like. See, that's why I love, well, my oldest lives with me, but my other son lives with his mom on 800 acres in the middle of BFE. And they got six or seven horses and a bunch of cows. Wow. So it's peaceful for him. He's learning shit and he can't get in trouble. But the the worst thing he's going to do is run the mule or four-wheeler into a tree. Take the horse for a ride without asking. That's that's the worst thing. He drives, he get, he works, he does everything else. And when my oldest was up there, he drove his mom's car everywhere. Wow. Him and the uh, her and the stepdad live on the front of their property, and the stepdad's parents and brother lives on the back. So it's literally they just take one road, don't have to leave the property at all, and so that's where he gets to used to drive. How do you feel about that type of like? living situation Rhiannon would you if you guys one day oh I would love that come together and have a I'd love to like have some land and like build a house and like have like my family live on the land with me like in different houses and spread apart but like to have that that'd be awesome with some horses and some cows like that'd be awesome that'd be so awesome I tell her she can't mind hunting though as long as she can't be scared, squeamish, scared, or freaked mm, out when no. there's a dead carcass getting skinned and everything. No, no, no. I am going to no. figure about that. No, I'm going to say venison meat is the best meat. So, hey, y'all. So, not hey, y'all. So, we're going to finish off with some tips um, for dating someone with mental illness. Uh, here's, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> educate yourself on your partner's mental illness don't use hurtful labels like crazy or unstable ask questions about their mental illness promote stability and routine be supportive learn their symptoms and triggers don't try to fix them only be supportive be patient and understanding get them help if they can't do it for themselves and don't ignore your own needs Facts. And, you know, that's why I was kind of mentioning earlier, we've been calling ourselves crazy. <laughs> Each is their own. You know what I mean when it comes to that? You can't call me crazy, but I can call myself crazy. Yeah. <laughs> We're all a little crazy, so it is what it is. Yeah. I take it as a compliment. Crazy, yeah. Simple fact is I just don't give a shit what anybody else has to say. Okay, y'all. So now we're going to do quote of the week. Um, I'm going to go first. So the quote is, the bad news is time flies. And the good news is that you're the pilot. This is by Michael Altshuler. Yeah. Altshuler. That's a weird name. But yeah. I like it. Yeah. Can you read it one more time? Uh, the bad news. I, like I didn't mentally process that. No, you're fine. The bad news is that time flies. The good news is is that you're the pilot. Mm. 
I love that. Yeah. yeah. That is true. Sorry. Like sometimes like my brain just turns off mm-hmm. and I didn't like, I heard you, but I didn't hear you. Yeah. No, I understand that. It happens. I love um, that. Yes. It does. Time flies, but it's about where you decide to take, you know what I mean? Your life. And I like that. Take control. Yeah. Okay. So my quote of the week is no matter how successful you become in life, you will always need someone to keep you moving in the right direction. I feel like this applies to my life. And I don't say this at all to him. <laughs> Probably after this, I never will say it again. But like, <laughs> he truly, truly like grounds me and he balances me and he's my soulmate. I feel like without him, I would be a mess. Aww. I love that. I like that quote because I feel like it's true. Yeah. Easier, calm, to you, crazy. You guys look outside. Are pigs flying? (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, there is a couple. Shut up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I love that. Y'all are like a couple goals, honestly. Just like like your love story. I love it. I love the story. Like, y'all was like, you know, you, you spent some years apart, you did your thing, and then you came back and it's just like it was meant to be, you know. It y'all can buy to be, it'll come back, let it free. Yeah, exactly. For sure. All right, you guys. We want to thank Christian and TJ. Uh, we're beautiful men in our lives who keep us grounded. Thank you guys for talking and being vulnerable on our podcast. And we're really, really happy that you guys are here and it's not gonna be the last time you guys see them or hear from them I should say you're not seeing them um and just say thank you um follow us on all social media Instagram Facebook TikTok and YouTube at the mental moms podcast follow us we do new episodes every week on Wednesday that is our goal if we don't do it, it's just probably one of us is like hella sick or struggling that week, but normal basis Wednesday every week. So tune in and you can listen to us everywhere. You can get podcasts, right? Rhiannon, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Podbean, all those, all of those wonderful places. So yeah, thank you guys for listening.